This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. It is AM Sprinkle. We say good morning at 25 past hour to Governor J.B. Pritzker. Governor, good morning to you. How are you, my friend? How you doing, Sam? Great to I, see I, you. Good to see you. It really is. I see you in the parade a couple times, and I can tell... You love this place, don't you, man? I it, really it is do. into you. I know you had your inaugurations, uh, not had the parties and so on, but I see you coming through that gate. It's special. It is, and I, I love this fairgrounds. You know, we've made a lot of investments oh, here my. so we can upgrade it. I mean, this has been, it's been neglected for decades, and when I came into office, you know, talking to people like Joe, Jerry Costello and, sure. and of course, our, our mayor's here, now Misty Busher, mm-hmm. um, very important to me that we build up this fairgrounds, uh, not just for the state fair, but for all year round. Uh, we haven't talked to you probably since the dreaded COVID. Uh, nothing can prepare a governor. Nothing prepare the citizens of Illinois. As you look back, how did we fare? Well, you know, I, I think this state did very, very well. Um, it, and it's really the people of Illinois that stood up and did the right thing, making sure they were keeping each other healthy. You know, we can say that there were, you know, leaders that did the right thing. But the truth is that in every community, people really helped each other out. And that's why we had one of the best rates of, you know, keeping COVID out of uh, Illinois and keeping people safe and healthy and alive uh, in the country. And, and I have to say, as governor, you know, it was important to me very early on, even though nobody's had an experience like COVID-19 sure. as a leader. But, I, I, you know, I called up Governor Edgar and I asked him. What did you do? What kind of, you know, serious uh, emergencies did you have and how would you deal with those and what would you do if you were me? Gave me some good advice. He always has. And um, I listened to that and followed some of that. And then, you know, of course, we had to listen to the scientists and the doctors making sure we're keeping people healthy. But I have to say, we made it through really with flying colors. And now you see, uh, you know, people are really out and about, right? I mean, this fair is, well, we had the the highest attendance last year ever. We're going to break records again this year. I told Becky Clark that's her mission. And she's amazing, by the way. She really is. She's doing a terrific job. Absolutely. I see her doing things that normally a state fair manager wouldn't do, picking up trays, picking up trash, whatever the case might be. I want to go back a little bit during the COVID thing. How do you handle this? Um, It got personal with attacks, criticisms on your family. I think that's totally unfair for people to do that. I think that is way beyond the pale of what we should be doing as a society. How'd you and your family handle that? Well, people were lying about my family, okay. and first of all, and that's, you know, and, and attacking my daughter. You know, my daughter goes to school in Florida, right. and people said, oh, I sent her to Florida. Well, yeah, she was in university <laughs> in Florida, and the fact of the matter is that my entire family followed all of the, you know, restrictions and, and guidelines, uh, and to be honest with you, you just have to put up with stuff. Like when you're in the middle of an emergency, it's really about keeping people alive. And if people want to throw epithets at me, fine. I, we made it through better than almost any state in the Midwest and, and one of the best in the country. I'm very proud of that. My job, of course, was to save people's lives. And you can't have a livelihood if you don't have your life. I've said that many times. And so we did the right things and you can see our economy is back we're you know over a trillion dollar gdp in illinois we're seeing jobs everywhere you can't in fact we don't have enough people to fill all the jobs that we have across this state i'm very proud of that fact and you've seen we've opened a bunch of new factories across uh, illinois and southern illinois in particular uh and so I'm, I'm proud of where we've been you know how we handled COVID and where we're going 
Governor J.B. Prisker visiting with us. A couple more minutes. I know he's got a very busy schedule. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, we talked about the fairgrounds and the improvements, whether it be the roads or the roofs or the Coliseum or whatever the case might be. It is fantastic, and uh, people can't appreciate who love this fair appreciate that more than they can ever express. But also, you folks have made a pretty nice equipment to Springfield, whether it be the railroad relocation, whether it be what's going on at the Capitol, the Armory, or so on. There's major improvements, Governor, going on in this state in the city of Springfield. Well, I feel great about that. And, of course, you know, you drive around Springfield and you see, you know, there, there's construction going on everywhere. And we're seeing businesses coming back, and I'm, I'm happy about that. So, uh, yeah, I think Springfield needed some uh, investment. And the, the General Assembly did a great job when we proposed a, an infrastructure bill of putting dollars in there that were specific to Springfield. And I want to add one other thing, which is my Please. wife, my wife in particular, who grew up in a city very much like Springfield, uh, loves this place. And she's made a personal investment all across Springfield. She's worked with the mayors to try to spruce up the areas around the Capitol, around the, the governor's mansion. She's personally gone and, you know, worked on redecorating the governor's mansion. And importantly, she's coming out with a book about the governor's mansion, really? about the history of yeah. the state of Illinois through the governor's mansion. And that's coming out in September. And she's, she's, she did a terrific job, worked with people, historians and experts here in Illinois to put together, I think, uh, the best book we've seen out of a first lady in a long time. Let's talk a little about a high, con well, certainly I'm very proud of being involved, education. Uh, you obviously have stepped at the plate not a minor thing, but uh, there will be a little change as far as kindergarten is concerned. That's right. We, we Smart Start Illinois was something that I've, I've really dreamed about doing. You know, for more than 20 years, I've been involved in helping to lift up young people, particularly our youngest Illinoisans, making sure they got preschool and child care, quality child care. Parents need it. Kids need it. Uh, but we had to make sure we had our budget in line with, that we balance the budget before we could spend the money that's important that saves us money in the long run that's the important thing about investing in early childhood if you're focused on the budget anyway and then of course our young people deserve it so that program is really going to lift up uh, hundreds of thousands of young people across our state of course i've made investments in k-12 education Absolutely. more than two billion dollars more into our k-12 education system and this is maybe the biggest thing and you know you're hearing a lot about 4-h and yes. and ffa and by the way, I brought you a, a signing pen uh, from oh, the signing the other you. day. Honored. Oh, thank you, sir. I wanted to make thank sure you, you got one of those because I know how much you care about young people oh, as boy. a teacher and somebody yep. who talks a lot about 4-H and FFA. Right. These young people are doing amazing things, and, and these are the future leaders. I said it at the press conference. There were two leaders in particular, these young people who spoke, and I said, well, these are the future governors of the state. Uh, so I'm, I'm proud of them. But we made major investments in scholarships for young people. So we have enrollment across the state in our universities is rising rapidly. Really proud of that fact. And, of course, our community colleges needed investment, too. I'm going to reinforce what you said. I've said before I had opportunity a couple times to go down to the convention and we'll listen to these young people at the state convention in Springfield in June speak. And I said, if you have any concern about the future of our country, listen. Listen to those folks and how they come across and that they're so mature and uh, it's eloquent it is beautiful and you said it right there it just uh, could be future governors of this state that's for sure speaking of that have there been any surprises for you it, so when you assumed this office in 2019 to where you are today is it have there been any surprises along the way that you really didn't anticipate maybe dealing with the media is one of them i don't know 
I don't know if major. I mean, COVID. You okay, can't, sure. You know, you'd right. have to say nobody right. expected that. Right. You don't run for governor thinking you're going to deal with a deadly global pandemic. But uh, surprises. Look, I, here's what I think. Um, government moves a lot slower than the private sector. I was in the private sector sure. before I came into the governorship. And, you know, when you want to get things done, you got to bring people together around the idea. you got to get everybody bought in, and then you got to move forward as a group. Um, that's, you know, you can have, you can uh, impress leadership upon people, but the fact is you need everybody to move in the same direction. I think that we had some governors before me who maybe didn't understand okay. that and thought they could just order people around and get things done and it would all happen in an instant. But even with the, you know, somewhat challenging nature of government, right, the bureaucracy moving maybe slower than you'd like, that we've gotten a lot done. And so I, the surprising thing in my first year, a lot of the old hands that have been around government for a long time in my first year said, I know you've got a lot of big plans, but you're only going to get a couple of these things done. It's just impossible to get all of it done. And I just didn't take no for an answer. And so we got, as you know, in my first year in office of my seven major priorities, we got all seven of them done. And every year I've set out major priorities and basically we've gotten them done every year. And I'm proud of that. We're now a, a state that's on firm fiscal footing, that we're investing in education. Uh, our rankings among states doing business for business has gone up. CNBC has now ranked us number two in infrastructure and in education. Um, we're really, I think, on the rise, and I'm very proud of that. Yeah, let's talk about young people because sometimes they can be cynical, but I don't sense that as much in Illinois anymore. In fact, I'm very excited to know that a lot of uh, college graduates from Central Illinois come back. They go somewhere else to college, come back to Springfield and want to call it home throughout the state. I think that's a great trend. I do too, and I and of course I talk to a lot of young people and their parents about staying here in Illinois. You know, it used to be that it was less expensive to go to school, yes, university, absolutely. or community college outside of Illinois. Now it's less expensive in Illinois, and I got to remind everybody that and of course whenever I meet a young person who says they're going to school at Missouri or they're going to school in Indiana or someplace else I always say now make sure you come back because we got all the jobs right. here for you uh, a final question I and I, flattered might be the word uh, I am not you promote I, I know you haven't but that's neither there how do you personally feel when people mention you as possible presidential candidate if uh, President Biden decides not to seek a re-election how does that make you feel personally well, obviously, it's it's flattering. The truth is, we got so much that we need to get done here in Illinois, and I'm, I, I feel like we've we've hit our stride. Things are going the right direction. We're getting a lot done. Um, our economy is growing. Jobs are growing. Uh, people are going to school and college. Uh, I just feel like we're, we're in going in the right direction. Let's keep doing it. And that's what I'm focused on. Um, obviously, I'm for Joe Biden. I want him to get reelected. Kamala Harris, too. And uh, he's done amazing things for this country and brought pride back. And I think, you know, the things that that had happened in the previous term, uh, our, our, our power in the world diminished as a result of, you know, the former president buddying up to our enemies, uh, breaking up the NATO alliance the way that he did. Uh, and you saw Joe Biden brought it back, and he's brought back pride around the world. I was just in Europe. I have to say people are very complimentary of the new direction, the better direction that we're going now that Joe Biden is president. Without a, maybe a little hint, what are you going to say to the gathering today at the BOS Center? Are you going to give us a little hint or maybe over in the director's lawn? Well, it's a rally, i got to say, over, <laughs> it, over at the IDCCA brunch. Um, and so yeah, I'll be you know, talking to Democrats about what it is to be a Democrat and what our job is in the year ahead.
Very good. Thanks for stopping by. Thank Anytime you. Anytime you have an open invitation, you know that. And thanks for what you're doing to this fairgrounds. It's fantastic. In the entire city of Springfield. But this week we talk about the fairgrounds. Thanks, thanks. Sam. Always great to see Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Good to see you. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.